So Heather Knight, we're recording outdoors in 55 degree weather in Glen Park Canyon. Uh, Omicron is raging through the city. How are you feeling about 2022? I think the next four to six weeks are going to suck, but I'm optimistic that finally life will get better and there will be a lot of fun to be had this year in San Francisco. I generally feel down. I was hoping that this time of year, you and I would be like toasty in the San Francisco Chronicle archive, recording a podcast with a nice glass of Chianti, and and it would be a different scene. Um, I'm kind of bummed that we're doing a lot of the things that we've been doing the last two years, but I agree with you. I'm getting kind of psyched for what comes next, and I'm getting really psyched about 2022 and all the fun things that I want to do in the coming year. Me too. And it probably won't include sitting on a park bench with podcasting equipment in the middle of puddles and mud. Yes, definitely not. So what we're going to do this episode, things every San Franciscan can do in 2022. Um, I am totally going to admit to you, Heather, that you're going to give me a bunch of ideas and I'm going to turn it into a guide and a project. Um, So you are helping me out right now. And I want help too from our listeners. We're going to solicit from readers their ideas of fun things to do in San Francisco in 2022. If you're listening to this and want to make a suggestion on Twitter, you can do that now and it might make my guide. And I think this guide's going to come out. People can use it like a checklist and have just a bunch of stuff to look forward to during this moment that maybe isn't as exciting and isn't as pleasurable. Yes, we have a lot of time sitting at home to make plans (laughs) for later in the year. So use this list as your guide. So I'm going to cop to the fact that we already recorded this. So I know that um, we picked some of the same things. There is going to be some conflict ahead. Uh, There is a dissection involved. That was unexpected. And uh, a lot of drinking on Heather's part, (laughs) which uh, was also unexpected. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, and this is Total SF. So I have my list, you have your list. It's about to get competitive as we do because we don't know what's on each other's lists. But first, as I like to do with these episodes, I want to set down a few rules. What are you thinking? I am thinking um, it has to take place in San Francisco. Well, obviously. City limits. It's well, things some- to do in San Francisco. Yeah, but sometimes I, I go out into the Bay Area. I'll sometimes throw in like an Alameda sandwich place when we're on this <laughs> podcast. So other podcasts, sometimes we edge into other parts of the Bay Area. This is things to do in the San Francisco city limits. Um, what about the cost? Hmm. A lot of the things on my list are free. A couple are more expensive. So I kind of ranged. Okay, but there's no cost limit? I don't think so. Okay. Does it have to be something everyone can do? And this goes back to our perfect day in San Francisco. Um, Can it be going up in Sutro Tower? Can it be Hunter and Lexi Pence delivering you the coffee? (laughs) Is there magical realism involved in this? I like common sense and real life, Peter, as you know. So I think we need to stick to things you can actually do. Okay. And I want to add one more rule, and I hope this doesn't mess you up, but... um, I think it should be accessible by transit, biking, or walking. No driving. Um, I'm pretty sure that everything I did fits into that. Yes. Okay. Well, if you have something that you can only drive to. What would that even be? 
I don't know, are there drive-thrus? Is there a drive-thru Wendy's or something? I did not have a drive-thru Wendy's on my list, shockingly. Okay, uh, there, there is no uh, driving down the great highway Monday through Hell Friday no. on your list. <laughs> okay. All right, we probably don't need rules. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let you go first then. What is your first thing every San Franciscan should do in 2022? This does involve transit and your favorite type of transit, a ferry. As you probably read in the Chronicle, um, a ferry to Treasure Island is launching this month. I am super excited to ride it. It will leave from the ferry building, go to Treasure Island, takes just a few minutes, and I figure um, you should do something on Treasure Island while you're there to support the local businesses. And I um, was reading about wineries on tr- on Treasure Island that are within walking distance of the ferry destination. So I'm going to take a ferry over, get slightly buzzed at wa- wineries, and then ferry back. Okay. First of all, you gave me so much <laughs> heat for my perfect day in San Francisco being very alcohol and edible heavy. Are you already, when are you taking this ferry? What time are, <laughs> what time are you starting to drink? I'm going to do it on a weekend, probably a Saturday afternoon. Okay. Will you start drinking on the ferry? Mm. Well, it's like such a short ride. I don't think that'd even be possible unless you have like a hip flask. Yeah. Um, well, they, they sell, you know, I ride the ferry. I commute. Well, I don't know about the Treasure Island Ferry because it's like a five minute ride. Okay. All right. And then thoughts about what to do on, on Treasure Island? Yeah, there's a really good cafe called Araceli that I've been to with my kids. They're big fans of their pastries. So um, we'll do that for them, but I'm going to stick to wine. Okay, I, I don't know if you know about Merci, mm-hmm. but um, it's a little cafe. It's kind of really quirky. It's got sort of like some containers, like from a container ship, and then it's got an area where you can get food. And they have a little like miniature golf type uh place there a lot of people bike there very kid friendly so i would think about taking your kids there as well if um if you're going to take a separate (laughs) non-heavy drinking trip i will add that to my list okay um excellent that's a really good one uh i'm gonna start kind of weird shocking yeah is this going to involve a double no beverage of any sort i'm really self-conscious about it now because you (laughs) gave me so much trouble last time there's very little alcohol and edible consumption on my list and now all of your lists so far (laughs) has been it's been one thing but you know okay so no there is no uh no stimulants involved um but it does involve the exploratorium now exploratorium has all these old devices if you went there in the 70s and 80s there's a lot of um you know, tactile things that you can check out that were there when you were a kid. Um, I'm feeling like Exploratorium, it's a place I've been sort of avoiding because so much of it is hands-on and it can get crowded. I want to go back there like twice as much now. I really Mm -hmm. miss it. But I think the iconic Exploratorium thing to do is to get your whole family, sit down and watch a cow eyeball dissection. (laughs) That is definitely not on my list. You have you have not seen it? No. It is a tradition. We actually have photos in the Chronicle Archive of someone dissecting a cow eyeball like 40 years ago. Wow. And they continue to do this at the Exploratorium. Kids love it. They actually get like a full cow eyeball with like the muscle and everything. And then they give this really interesting scientific talk that's also gross. It's kind of like fear factor before there was fear factor in san francisco Mm -hmm. so uh, i am putting that on my list cow eyeball (laughs) dissection at the exploratorium you told me you were getting specific but i wasn't picturing that yeah okay 
My second one is I really want to see Dear San Francisco, the circus-like show that um, started late last year at Club Fugazi, where Beach Blanket Babylon used to um, be. And it's um, apparently a wonderful show, very family-friendly. And it got a rave review from our theater critic and your bike mentor, Lily Janik. I will just read a couple of sentences from her from the review. She called it a sleek and smart production um, with performers frequently contributing their own singing voices and instruments, accordion, banjo, drum. They bring out the art and life in all they touch. A pole, a teeterboard, a set of straw hats, a unicycle, a phone booth all become small miracles. So I think that sounds like a lot of fun. And as soon as it's safe to be inside with a crowd watching a show, I'm going to get tickets. I love that idea. I've been wanting to go in the beach blanket Babylon space and um, getting good reviews. It has local connections. Uh, I think Shauna Carroll, John Carroll's daughter, our former colleague Uh is is one of the choreographers. And um, I just love the idea of getting into North beach and watching a show and one that celebrates San Francisco seems perfect for this time. So double date. Let's do it. All right. Will you be drinking at this show? (laughs) I didn't include it in my description, but I'm sure the answer will be yes. Okay. That's awesome. Um, That's a great one. Uh, My number two is the Orchestrion at Musée Mécanique. Um, There's actually several Orchestrions. What's an Orchestrion? Okay. So you you go into the Musée Mécanique and there's Laughing Cell. Everybody knows about Mm -hmm. that. There's video games. There's a lot of electromechanical stuff. And they also have a series of player pianos, which are original and really cool and orchestrions which is a player piano that also has like violins and flutes and a drum and um dan Zielinski, like repairs these with his wow. crew and over the pandemic has really worked on these a lot because he's had a little bit of time so when i went in last time all i wanted to do is put quarters in these like giant jukebox like things from the early 1900s there's one it's from 1912 it's a a Wurlitzer it's like a Wurlitzer stage two it's called it had um stained glass on it but he removed the stained glass and put regular glass so you can see the drums and the flutes and the violins and all the stuff going on inside it's super loud when you put the money in like everyone can hear it and I think like Laughing Sal is kind of cool but Maybe, I don't want to even say overrated. It's like Mm -hmm. this iconic thing. But I go in there and I go straight now to these orchestrions. And I think everybody should go there, find the 1912 Wolitzer orchestrion and put in two quarters or whatever and just marvel at this um, this device that, you know, is from, from the original Seaside Amusement Park San Francisco era. And it's right there and it works and it's amazing. Wow. Well, since we've already scheduled a double date, maybe we can make that a family day and the heart lobs and knights can meet at the Exploratorium to see that weird dissection you were talking about and then take an F car to Musée Mécanique for that other weird thing you were talking about. It's not a weird thing. <laughs> okay, the cow eyeball is weird. The orchestrion <laughs> is is objectively cool. Okay. But yes, I think that'd be cool. And I think the kids the kids would never forget it. You know, cow eyeball dissection, not something you see every day. Um, all right. Well, my next one is um, a bit more peaceful. 
and less weird. I'm going to go to the San Francisco Botanical Gardens. Um, the magnolias are just starting to bloom. They're beautiful. But I'm going to time my visit um, for an outdoor yoga class that they do in the gardens. I love yoga, and I've been, I haven't gone to an indoor one since the pandemic started, but I've been doing outdoor yoga SF. Shout out to them. They do outdoor yoga classes at Hellman Hollow, um, Baker Beach, and Chrissy Field, but I've never tried the ones at the Botanical Gardens, so I'm going to add that to my list. You stole that from me. I had Botanical Gardens on my list. I did not have yoga at the Botanical <laughs> Gardens, but um, I think that's fantastic. I didn't yeah. know they did that, yeah. and I've dabbled in yoga a little bit. Well, you can come. My next one is something that we've already talked about from last year. I think one of my highlights and surprises of last year, which is hike to the water tower at McLaren Park. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and I, I think McLaren Park, like go to McLaren Park. I mean, that's a big one. That place is so cool. There's so much there. Um, the Jerry Garcia Amphitheater is going to come back. Um, the the Philosophy Walk. Is oh, that? yeah. Yeah. Philosopher's Walk. Yeah. I mean, there's just like a lot of stuff to do there. But that tower to me was one of the best views I've seen in San Francisco. I didn't know it existed. Um, it's from our friends at um, Walk SF and their Peak to Peak. Make some time to start either in McLaren Park or you can even start like, you know, Bernal Heights or um, Mission Street south of Cesar Chavez and walk over to McLaren Park, experience those neighborhoods and experience that view up by the water tower there. It is such a nice uh, view that people don't know about and don't talk about. Love it. We'll be right back after this short break. So we're at the mid-roll, Heather, the part of the podcast where our listeners are about to hear an ad. But first, I want to talk about our book club. We have our next book club event coming up. Yes, something you should definitely add to your list for things to do in 2022 is join our Total SF Book Club. Our next read is Victories Greater Than Death by Charlie Jane Anders. We'll be talking with her on February 24th at 6 p.m. You can choose whether to watch via Zoom or attend with us in person at the Corette Auditorium at the Main Library. That's 6 p.m. February 24th. Mark your calendars. You can get more info at sfpl.org events. Okay, this is the most expensive thing on my list, I think. I am going to take my kids to a Warriors game. We did one pretty recently, and I didn't feel 100% safe. Um, we were all double-masked, but there's um, a lot of people who are not wearing their masks or doing that thing where they're, like, nursing their beer for three hours, so the excuse is that yeah. they're eating and drinking, but they have their mask down the whole time. So once things are fully better, we're going to go again um, so we can eat and drink with abandon and um, take selfies at those mirrored balls in front of Chase Center. So that is definitely on my list. That's a good selfie spot. Whenever I bike down there, I take another selfie. We have tickets for January 27th and I'm really nervous about it. Like we're going to order N95s or whatever uh -huh. if things are still like they are now. Yeah. But um, I haven't been to a game yet. I've been there. I, I've interviewed uh, Rick Welts there with you yes. and I interviewed Steve Kerr for just a little feature I did, and I've never been to a game or a concert oh, there. I've been so. to two games and a Mumford & Sons concert there now, and I'm hoping to add it back in my circulation of stuff to do. Well, I'm going to move this one up because it's kind of a theme. The View Reserve left field seats at Oracle Park. Um, specifically, it's section 304 to 308. They are the cheap seats there in left field. 
I think this is like one of the most underrated things in the city. They're among the cheapest seats. They generally go about as inexpensive as the bleacher seats. And you have the best view of the city in Oracle Park. Um, You look out over the Bay Bridge. If you're in 304 to 308, you can see the Bay Bridge. You can see a little bit of San Francisco, like Salesforce Mm -hmm. Tower. And you get a great view of the kayakers and that whole dynamic between the person up to bat and the people waiting for the ball to get in there. Um, I just love it. Chill out there, really accessible to food. It's my favorite place to sit now. It's way less expensive than sitting down lower when really... All you see, you see the game, but you just kind of see a bunch of ads. I feel like when you're up higher, like the ads and the that kind of thing melt away and you just feel like part of the city. So. I love it. I think May would be the best month because that's usually our best weather. The Giants will be in their second month of playing and it should be an awesome time. Okay, I'm getting us back to the wharf. And something I've always wanted to do that I've never done is ride the water taxi. And you can get it at the Hyde Street Pier. Um, so I'll probably, to continue the, the fact that I'm the one drinking in this podcast episode, get a <laughs> um, Irish coffee at the Buena Vista Cafe and then ride the water taxi from the Hyde Street Pier to the Ferry Building. And um, you can get off at a couple of other points, including the Exploratorium. So maybe you can work your cow eyeball <laughs> dissection yeah. into this. Cool. I, I have a feeling this episode is going to just say cow eyeball dissection <laughs> on the title. Um, that's great. I, I like anything involving a double Irish coffee, which you shamed me about in the last episode. And here you are ordering one. But um, I'm not ordering a double. Uh, my next one is the Grandview Steps at oh, Sunset. Oh, no, that was my, literally my next one. Well, I at s- sunset. stole it from oh. at Sunset. Look, Grandview Park at sunset. Grandview Steps at sunset. Oh, my God. Maybe this should be like, well, it's really good we're co-hosts together (laughs) because we think alike. It doesn't have to be a fight. Well, we could record an episode on top of Grandview Park at sunset. Oh, I like that. Like a sunset tribute. I like that. We we don't talk about the sunset enough. Um, Well, let's talk about it together. I I just, I love the idea. It's exercise. Mm -hmm. It's something, it's a place you don't usually go um, I just feel like you're in a neighborhood. I mean, I, I love tourists, but I like being around, you know, San Franciscans and and just being part of a neighborhood sometimes. And that view is so incredible. And you're out. forgetting the other most amazing feature besides the view is the mosaic staircases. Two of them lead up to the top of that park. So there's tons of good photo opportunities on your way up. Um And I've been hiking a lot lately during the pandemic, usually Twin Peaks or Mount Davidson, but I haven't been up there in probably over a year. So definitely plan to do that in 2022. Another thing that's been on my list, um, besides the water taxi to do for like ever since I've moved to San Francisco that for some reason I've never done, is see a concert at Christmas time at Grace Cathedral. So um, every Christmas I think of this and I every Christmas I don't do it. So I'm committing this year. I'm going to get tickets and take the family to some sort of concert. There's usually several options um, in December at Grace Cathedral. Of course, I'm going to get there on a cable car. Nice. Um, I haven't been there for any musical experience or anything. Have you you've done reporting there and stuff? I've been inside, but I can't even remember what the occasion was. It's been so long. Yeah. Well, more, more, more cathedrals in 2022 <laughs> overall. We, we should go to the Sister Act to church and yes. 
you know, see if they have a good choir there. It'd be really disappointing if they didn't. I know. You know if, what if they didn't have a choir? What oh if it was gosh. just like a guy playing a guitar or something? If anybody has a connection at that church, the Noe Valley Church where Sister Act was filmed, let us know because we would love to show Sister Act in the oh, Sister Act Church. That'd be amazing. Church. That'd be amazing. Um, that's another thing for 2022. We're getting kind of waterfront and North Beach heavy, but I have one more. Okay. Which is Ride the 39 Coit. Oh, I love that bus. Yeah. Ride the 39 Coit and do, do that the, weird the weird U-turn that um, Mac Allen a couple episodes ago told us about. Yeah. Um, it was one of the things that he did when he became a bus driver and kind of was like the final boss, like really hard thing to do for bus drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love it. It's like one of the shortest Muni lines. You can ride the whole thing and do a loop and you're going from North Beach to Coit Tower. You can get out and check out the murals even if you don't want to spend any money and go to the top. And um, you get to do the coolest Muni trick in the city, which is that really crazy hairpin turn there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd add and go maybe before you get on, get a Molinari sandwich. Mm-hmm. and Take it up to Coit Tower and ride the elevator to the top. Amazing views up there. Yeah. Or you can take your sandwich to Washington Square Park. There's a lot of options here. But ride the 39 Coit and make sure you do the hairpin turn is my suggestion for 2022. I'm pretty sure that um, a previous guest, Gary Camilla, said that that was one of his very favorite Muni lines. So my last one is um, something I haven't done in years. Um, I love it and for some reason just haven't made the time. I am going to see a movie at the Castro Theater. Oh my God, that was my next one. Oh! Look at look it. <laughs> Uh, Hitchcock movie at Hitchcock. the Castro. I wasn't was that mine. specific. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Um, I am going to get there early to see the organ player perform, which is a classic part of San Francisco. And BTW, if anybody knows the organ player at the Castro Theater, hook us up because he would be a great guest, I am sure, for our podcast. Um, even though it wouldn't make sense geographically, I'm going to get there on the F car. Maybe I'd have to take Bart from Glen Park to somewhere downtown and then catch the and double back that that is some like historic streetcar (laughs) love to go further on bart than you have to and then double back yeah yeah um but it's worth it because usually at the end of the f car line right by the theater are a couple of f cars parked and you know i love taking pictures of f cars so awesome that's that's great i i had hitchcock at the Castro because they usually do like one a month and there's a bunch of Hitchcock movies I haven't seen North by Northwest I've seen Vertigo but I haven't like sat down and seen it in a theater so um I love that idea I love the sing-alongs they're right now doing special events but I think we're gonna get a full calendar pretty soon so um you stole mine but it was a good one cool well you stole my grand view so my final choice is Golden Girls Live at the Victoria (laughs) Theater, um, which you and I saw over the Christmas break. I saw it for the first time. I saw it for like the 12th time and made you come. And it was worth it, right? So let's set the scene here. It was your birthday party. This is a tradition. Yes. And um, you and mostly your girlfriends. um, (laughs) You were the only guy. I was the only guy. My My husband would never (laughs) go to this. He was home with the kids. But uh, uh, me and my wife, Kelly, both came. And I felt like, partly because I was the only guy, partly because it was my first time, I felt like I better perform well here. (laughs) It's kind of like when you're taking your kid to the preschool and you want them to behave really well so they'll get in. I'm like, I want to be invited back. (laughs) You're totally invited. You made the cut. Okay. I had so much fun. 
Um, why don't you describe a little bit? Because you know all the background with it. It's one of my favorite holiday traditions. I've been doing this for over a decade with my friends, now including you. Uh, <laughs> it's four of the city's best drag queens playing the Golden Girls. They reenact some of their best episodes. Total SF podcast guest and our buddy Darcy Drollinger plays Rose, R.I.P. Betty White. Um, and while they're doing their costume changes, this um, great guy plays um, Christmas carols on the piano and everybody sings along. You can buy Golden Girls merch and yet again, <laughs> drink alcohol. <laughs> it is a very fun night. I ordered a double wine. It was like, do you want a single or a double? And it was like in a big tumbler cup like that you'd get, you know, at a kegger in college. And they filled it yeah, up. They it, is fill the, it. it is the most wine I've and I don't know what kind of wine it was, but it was um, I sat there and drank that and I was like, wow, I'm having a good time. <laughs> um, I love it. The Christmas carols during the break yeah. that you mentioned. I mean, it was just the spirits are really high. It's this nice old theater um, the vibes were so good. I loved how they just really replicate down to the theme music and everything and the commercial break music, an episode of the Golden Girls. Um, I had such a good time. And then at the end, you can wait um, in line and go on stage to get your picture taken with them. So, yeah, super fun. OK, so we'll do that again. Um, I like our list. I think we should urge our listeners just give us some suggestions now and, and we may add them to the guide that I'm making um, I think that's going to be a fun thing. I think we should do this every year. I think it's a good idea to just start the year with like 15 or 20 or 25 things that you want to do. Yeah. And these are all fun things. Love it. And last, um, we didn't mention it, but we have our Golden Gate Park tour. You can go to sfchronicle.com or the Voice Map app and look for our Secrets of Golden Gate Park, Graft, Gunfire, and a 90-Year-Old Fish uh, tour. I think that's another great thing that people can try and do during the year. And hopefully this will be the year that we like upgrade our 49 mile makeover. I would love to get that on an app so that people can bike and walk and have an even easier time doing that. So that's another thing for 2022, which I am now looking forward to, Heather. Me too. I think it's going to be a great year. Yeah, this Glen Park Canyon bench feels a little less cold now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod. cool so since we already scheduled a double date maybe we should make that a family day and we can see your cowball cowball we can see <laughs> cowball <laughs> that would be disgusting okay yeah okay that's going at the beginning of the <laughs> episode <laughs> oh boy all right